In this episode of the podcast, I sit down with Jefferson Graham of the iPhone Photo Show. We talk about Apple's brand new iPhone 14 Pro Max. This is Twitter. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. So once a year around kind of this time, I get the opportunity to speak with a good friend of mine, Mr. Jefferson Graham. And Jefferson, for some reason, is always on the leading edge of getting his hands on these cameras. In this case, the iPhone 14 Pro Max S Ultra Zoom, blah, blah, blah. So he's got that camera in hand. So I'd like to have him on the show to kind of give us his first impressions of the camera or the phone slash camera. Is it worth it? Should it, should you buy it? And this is just, you know, inside baseball. This is a selfish episode because I haven't purchased the phone yet. I still have the 13 Pro Max. So I'm thinking, do I really need to get the 14? Are the features in that camera compelling enough for me to buy it and jump ship from my still relatively brand new iPhone 13 Pro Max? So Jefferson Graham, we got some questions for you, man. How are you doing today? I am doing well and happy to be here again with the brand new iPhone 14 Pro Max. And the question many people have asked me is, gosh, how do you get it so early? Well, here's the deal, Frederick. I've got connections. We know. I know you're connected. I mean, yeah. you're you were yeah. you were slash are Mr. USA Today technology reporter forever. So I got to imagine you are connected with all tech companies on a API level for new stuff, right? So there's one we calling try. you now. Look at that. See that? Yeah, yeah. From Silicon Valley. Maybe. There you go. There you um, go. Okay. Let let me let me start off with the big question: Is do I need to upgrade? If you have the 13 Pro, the answer is no. Uh, it's really hard to see the difference in the, the photos that you're going to get from the 13 Pro and the 14 Pro. And I say the, the Pro version because that's where they put all the good stuff. The, the, the entry-level 14 cameras are basically just like the 13. And the 13 Pro was the best iPhone that they've ever come out with. It, of course, the new one is even better. But... I thought the difference between the 12 and the 13 was so radical that you needed to run out and get the 13 Pro. The new one, it's really hard to see for most people. Now, that said, if you have a 12, 11, 10, or, or, and or earlier, you definitely want to get the new phone. Uh, shall we go feature by feature? Yeah, I mean, I have questions. I have a list of questions here. And one of them is obviously the one of the tentpole, as we call it in marketing, tentpole features is that dynamic island, which I like to call the uncanny valley. But the, <laughs> the, the dynamic island, which which appears to be a way to sort of lean into the constraints of having the notch. So let's get rid of the notch and actually make use of that space so it becomes less egregious, I guess, if people, you know, some people, the, the notch is polarizing. Some people love it, some people hate it. Some people just don't care, but now they've done something different and useful with it. And you've used it, how is it? How is, and first of all, describe what it is. Uh, or how about we show it? Uh, sure. If you can, if you can see up there. Yeah. Uh, a media shows up in there. Uh, if you're playing a song, it'll put the album art in there and little things like that. I never look at it. Yeah, it's there, but uh, but it's irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. It looks good in, a, in an ad, but it's irrelevant. What is cool is 
the new always on lock screen that mm. gives you, it lets you see. It's kind of hard here. You're not really seeing. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit out of focus. Uh, let's see if, if I come closer. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so it, it shows you your favorite pictures really nicely. And you could do, and this is an iOS 16 thing so that anybody can do this, but it randomly chooses some of your best photos and you never know what you're going to be looking at when you look down at your phone. And I can say that every time I look, I get a, I get a smile on my face. It's nice mm -hmm. to see some of these pictures. Uh, the font is nice. The always on screen is, uh, is something that is new to the 14 Pro models. And basically, instead of a black screen, which this is the 13 right here, and mm -hmm. it's dark. Um, this is always on, but I can see a faint little picture and I can see what time it is. And if there's notifications, I can see the notifications. So dynamic Island. Eh. Hmm. Interesting. So the always on screen, I saw that. And the first thing that popped up into my mind was, yeah, that's great. And I want that. I know Android users have had that since the sixties or so, but what about power? Like something or, you know, or battery life, something as critical as your phone, do I really want it to be using juice all the time? So what if, it, what if it's the screen is always on for an hour, right? And then I'm on a flight somewhere, or I land somewhere, and I really need my phone, and it's drained because it was displaying the screen all the time. What, what about that? Do you, are, is that a concern, or has Apple mitigated that with some industrial light and magic? Yeah, the magic. They claim it doesn't doesn't need it. The battery. They claim it's an all day battery. All day? I don't know about that, but it does seem just a little bit longer. The classic uh, case here is that if I'm out shooting photos, video, 4K, slow mo, cinematic mode, talking on the phone, sending texts, uh, you know, doing all sorts of things, the battery is going to be eaten. If I'm sitting at my desk all day, I'll have an all day battery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And I guess in the end, it's all going to be subjective, right? Because we all have different usage patterns and and some of us listen to music and watch YouTube all day. And some of us just the phone sits in the pocket all day. So yeah, I know, will what, say, what's the use Frederick, I, I, sh I shot on my Sony a7 IV last night. I only got a half an hour out of the battery. You know, when well, you're shooting video yeah. on, on a mirrorless camera, you get an hour. So if I get eight to 10 hours on an iPhone, I mean, how incredible is that? Yeah, yeah, I know. So let's switch gears. That's a good segue. Let's switch gears to talk about that camera, which for me and for, I guess, maybe the last successive five iPhones that I've purchased, the driving force has typically been the camera, right? I think the last one, was it, was the last one the one where they introduced cinematic mode, which I still haven't yeah. used yet? <laughs> like not even once, I haven't used it, but I wanted it. And it was a driving factor for me purchasing that camera because one day, hey, I may want to rack focus, right? What about this one? What's different in this 14 that you as a photographer feel like, you know, okay, I got to have this camera? Okay, well, first of all, I love cinematic mode. Um, I'm in cinematic mode now. And uh, I, not only does it blur the background, not only can you do rack focus, but you can actually get steadier shots in cinematic mode than in regular video. And I don't know why that is, but it is. So that's cool. The big selling point that they're doing right now is a 48 megapixel sensor with, with a fine print. 48 megapixel sensor on the normal wide 24 millimeter camera if you shoot in RAW. Okay, if you shoot in RAW. And yeah. I, did, I, I have back-to-back -back images that I'll have to get to you because you can see the difference there. 
if I shot in 48 megapixel and I zoom in all the way versus shooting in 12 megapixel and zooming in all the way, you will see how much sharper the 48 megapixel sensor is. But who's zooming that, in all the way, though? That's the thing. Like, is, nobody, it, nobody, is it for us? Nobody. It's for you and me that are zooming in and pixel peeping. But for, you know, you know, dad and mom shooting the kids gymnastics, are they really going to be zooming in and saying, oh, well, I can see there's micro contrast here. Whereas, you know, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's it's not for the average uh, iPhone user. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think the listeners of your show, I, I just don't think that many people find it. will love it. But, but I mean, it's there. Wouldn't you rather have 48 megapixels than not? Sure. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah. yeah. And the, here, let me tell you the feature that I actually enjoy the most. And I didn't see it coming. I wasn't expected at all. Okay. Um, on the back of this camera, there are three lenses, right? Mm -hmm. Ultra wide, wide, and telephoto. But when you turn on the camera app, there are four focal lengths. There's 0.5, which is ultra wide. There's 1x, which is wide. There's something now called 2x, which is a 50 millimeter. It's actually 48 millimeter, but you get the idea. And then there's uh, 3x, which is 77. And sometimes when you go in between 24 or 70, you're too wide or you're too close. And 50 is just right, and I'm really enjoying it. And the the um, the fine print on the 50 is that they've taken the 48 megapixel sensor and then they carved out 12 megapixels in there to give you the 2x. They claim it's not digital zoom. They claim it, it you know it is software related, but they're claiming it is true optical zoom, and it looks really nice. You know, one of the features that I saw. Uh, and I think maybe you can correct me. Hopefully you can. Is with the cameras, Apple added a, a added auto enhanced autofocus or something to one of the cameras. I, I don't know if it's the front or the rear facing camera. I saw it in that comparison list when you're looking yeah, at selfie. You know, selfie. Is selfie? Yeah. What is that? What is it giving me? And I thought I already had that. Like I'm thinking mm -hmm. my, my camera already autofocuses. What is this new autofocus thing? I think it's if it's multiple people and mm. uh, it's other objects. The, the the selfie camera is definitely better. I don't know how often you're doing selfies, Frederick, but no, it often. is definitely no one wants a to better see me. camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they do every week. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is definitely a better camera. So the features we've talked about are 48 megapixel, 2x as an addition to the zoom. And we talked about the all new selfie camera. They're also claiming that the ultra ultra wide and the wide are better in low light and they're throwing out numbers like 2x and 3x i've done back-to-back -back shots um walking down the street like this <laughs> taking <Yeah. laughs> taking pictures and i couldn't see the difference i mean or if there was that they were so slight it was really hard to tell and i shot at five in the morning i shot at six in the morning i shot at seven i shot in midday and i shot in the evening so i got all all areas there and it was hard to see the difference now when i shot on the 12 pro versus the 14 Pro, I saw the difference. You know, these these megapixels, um, I'm really curious as to what you, what you think about the whole megapixel war, right? And we know DSLRs and mirrorless cameras were waging that war heavily several years ago. I mean, that was the temple feature. So this is this megapixel, kind of back like, remember back in the days of modems when it was, oh, 300 baud modem, oh, you gotta get a 1200 baud, oh, 2400 baud modem is the way forward. And then now no one's talk, no one talks about those speeds anymore. Is it the same with these uh, with megapixels? Because they're all so good. And for the most part, 90 percent of the photos are being shared on Instagram or online 
anyway, do, do these megapixel numbers, are we at the end of that marketing battle? I don't think the average person cares, but I think they say, oh, 12 megapixel is now 48 megapixel. That's got to be better. Right. You and I know, <laughs> you and I know that it's the sensor size that yeah. really makes a difference, right? If they could give me a one-inch sensor like is in the Sony Xperia, I'd be the happiest guy in the world. But, you know, it's all computational photography. It's all computational magic. The old, here's another new thing, is that on the 13 Pro and earlier models, every photo was a, was a multiple exposure of nine images. And I think they upped it to 15 for the new one. So mm -hmm. they're doing all sorts of magic. The fact is, when I was growing up, you'd look at your, your roll of film afterwards, and half of them were overexposed. Half of them were underexposed. Remember a thin negative? Remember mm -hmm. those things like that? Yeah. And now there's nothing. It's everything's in focus. Everything's sharp. Everything's exposed totally correctly. Um, it's hard to screw up, and um, it's really amazing what we're getting from these things. Yeah, and like like you mentioned, so when when you take a picture with an iPhone, or I'm guessing any any smartphone, but particularly iPhones, at the point of capture, when you press that button, like you said, it's it's actually taking. A bunch of photos or in the case of this 14 like what 14 or 15 photos or images that are paying attention to different things and then creating a composite image using ai that it thinks best represents what you wanted as the photographer so is is the 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 number of images and different samples that it's taking is that dependent on the processor which is why we have a faster processor in the 14 than the 13 therefore it can take more images and do more fun stuff or is it just engineering has figured out different ways to do things and the processor is not that critical what do you think well i think it's both i think engineering has figured out new ways to do things and the faster processor is only helpful for us that, I mean, they constantly tell us this iPhone's faster than the other iPhone, to which you say, well, my old iPhone was pretty fast. How much How much more do I need and why do I need more speed? Well, you need more speed when you're, uh, you, you, you've worked on a video on your phone and then you're sending it to the computer and then they have to process the video before they can transfer it. I do that all day long. I'm airdropping every day. That's how I transfer footage. And so if I can get it to the computer faster, then I've saved myself some time. Frankly, I haven't seen that big a difference in the processing. I assume that if I was a gamer, I might be seeing it there. Certainly, if you're watching Netflix on your phone, you'll see no difference. Yeah, yeah, so good. There's so much stuff, which in all this begs the question, and before I get into just sort of the, the roundup of the 14, the, the overarching question that's been in my mind for, I don't know, I guess since maybe the beginning of the launch of the iPhone, the first one was, is this thing, is this device capable of replacing, or maybe, maybe replacing is the wrong word. Is it, am I able to create pro level content using just yes. a phone? Yes. yes. Okay. I have a series on YouTube called PhotoWalks TV. Love it or hate it. I have a series on YouTube, right? And cool. I, I do every episode on the iPhone GoPro and Insta360. Those are my three tools. And I can't imagine running around like I do because I'll you know, leave, the, leave uh, the motel in the morning. It's a travel show. Leave the motel in the morning and I'm out all day long having to lug. Uh, my, I, I love my Sony A7 IV, but having to lug that in lenses all day long versus just lug it around a smartphone that, where I'm able to shoot in 4K. 
And the other thing is it's non-threatening. If I walk into a store, they don't kick me out. If I, if I say I want to interview somebody, they don't mind. If you have a big black camera with a giant lens, they get nervous. Yeah. So, and what have I lost? Okay. I'm shooting time lapses. I'm shooting slow motion. I'm shooting 4K video. I'm shooting cinematic. I'm shooting, I mean, you name it. And then I'm shooting great photos at the same time. Um, I, the only thing I, I've lost is the zoom. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have a, a 200 millimeter zoom sometimes? Well, of course it would, but that's what I'm giving up. And, you know, the other thing, you know, we've talked about this before, but, you know, big cameras say to people, hey, that guy has $10,000 worth a year right on him. Let's go steal it. Yeah. That's what happened to me in San Francisco a year I ago. I read that. What? I read that newsletter. Right. Yeah. 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 You got you I, got jacked in San Francisco for all your gear, right? Yeah. I was doing a stand-up, which means I was talking to the camera at Chrissy Field with the Golden Gate Bridge behind me. And a guy came running up to me with a big grin on his face, grabbed the camera, tripod, put it in his getaway car, and he was gone within two seconds. Um. And... I said that was my fault for having something that said, steal me, steal me, steal me, too close to the road. And at that point, I switched to all, all iPhones. And I can't imagine doing it, doing it any other way. I'm going to be going to Europe in, uh, in, in a few weeks, and that's it. It's going to be all mobile cameras. I just it's came back from Canada, and I was in British Columbia shooting all over the place. It was all mobile cameras. And by the way, since this is not just the iPhone show, that Insta 360 rocks. Oh, okay, we're going to talk about that. It. Dude, yeah. we got to, we have to, let's, right now, let's just do a, let's do some foreshadowing and plant the seed. I want to interview you about that. You're talking about the new one, right? The new Insta 360? I, I have the X2, not the X3. Oh, let's talk about that too. I have the X2. I want to talk about the X3 and the, um, what's the little one? The little white one? The GoPro? X, no. Oh, I don't have the, yeah, the Go. I just have the X2. Yeah. Oh, the go. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to gift you that one for Christmas or something. Um, so, so with that, so here, here's the thing. Um, a couple of days ago, I was watching YouTube. One of the YouTubers that I subscribe to is a guy by the name of Casey Neistat. I'm sure you've heard of him, right? Prolific YouTuber has been around forever, does amazing, you know, videos that are, he kind of defined the blogging, the vlogging generation, you know, with the with the tripod, you know, the handheld tripod and the camera with the forward facing LCD screen and the, the yeah. road mic on top of it, all that kind of setup has been replicated a million times. So I'm watching that. I was watching his latest video, one of his latest videos where he was talking about he had relocated back to um, New York from Southern California. And he was talking about his reasons why. And I caught a glimpse of his camera setup and it was that very same setup. He may have changed the camera around a little bit model wise, but it's still that little tripod with the camera on it with a mic on top. So I'm thinking this is 2022, we're going to 2023. Why not iPhone? Is there a reason why someone like that, that is a prolific vlogger, might stick with a quote proper camera versus moving over to iPhone? I don't know. What, what do you think? I mean, is it, if, are there well, reasons for that? Well, he gets a bigger sensor. He's got you know, his higher resolution video. Uh, he clearly likes what he has. I could theoretically have the Sony A7C on a tripod and walk around mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And, because it, ha- it now has a flip screen so I could see on it. Um, but I'm doing great with the iPhone. It, it's lighter and I don't have to bring accessory lenses. Everything's good. And, you know, my Rode mic is the wireless go twos, 
which I, I think are the greatest mics ever made. Uh, they're the little box, you know, and mm -hmm. so I just have one little box here and then I put the box on someone else if I'm going to interview them. Uh, and it, or I could sync them up later and just record directly to the box. Uh, way better than the, um, the shotgun mic. I, I've never had good results from a shotgun mic. Me either. I don't understand how people can get good results. Maybe, I, I mean, clearly, clearly it's user error, you know, but, or as some would say, it's the, the problem occurs somewhere between the chair and the keyboard, right? So, so it's, uh, you know, but I've never, even here at one point in my little home office, I considered, you know, wouldn't it be cool to get rid of this big old arm in my face and just have a shotgun mic right here? It never worked for me. I think I move around too much or the timber of my voice is not great for that kind of mic setup and I need this proximity. I don't know. I don't know. You could use the wireless go to do your show and it would sound incredible. And then you would lose the entire arm and you'd have more room to move your arms and do things. Yeah. yeah. To flail it, about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you just fl flick the little receiver into your uh, Lumix and then stick the box on and there you go. Ingo, yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually do have those. I have the the Rode Go Twos, a set of those. But I use those outside. I don't, I don't use them in here. Maybe I should try them in here. But I was actually looking at the. And folks, I promise we'll get back to iPhone in just a second. Um, but I was looking at the uh, the DJI mics. Have you seen those? So I've seen the videos. I haven't put them in my hands, but I already had the the Rode. So yeah. I, there was no, re there was nothing in the DJI that the Rode didn't have that I saw that yeah. would make me want to switch. Yeah, not much. I think the the biggest thing that raised an eyebrow for me was you could just I think it has a lightning connector on there. You could just plug them directly oh, or the okay. receiver directly into or lightning and USB C, so you can plug it directly into your computer, your iPad, but and then also your phone. Um, okay. Well, well, DJI is really good at making drones, and nobody can touch them. Yeah. And Rode is really good at making microphones. So yeah, there you go. No, there you go. Right tool for the right job. And by the way, you are on an iPhone right now, right? This this yes. this yes. scene that we're looking at of Jeff Graham is an iPhone. Which iPhone is it? It's the 12. That's the, the 12. 12. Wow. That's the 12 Pro. Um, yeah. It looks great. I mean, it, it, yeah. I, no, I, I bet people wouldn't have even known unless I mentioned it. So it's... Yeah, no, that's totally cool. So let's wrap up the iPhone discussion. iPhone 14 yes. um, or iPhone 14 and iPhone 14 Pro, Pro Max. Pro. Yes. Pro. Pro and right. Pro Max, right? Mm -hmm. So so aside from the, you know, uncanny valley, uh, you know, or dynamic island and the faster processor and the better camera uh in there no Slide. industrial changes right no no changes right. to the industrial design it's all the same for the most part of course they have to move the camera cluster around to keep the to keep the case industry alive right <laughs> so. i think the lenses are slightly larger are they uh, okay the little holes i think they're slightly larger yeah. Okay. okay um yeah 48 megapixel and something called action mode which is the worst apple hype job that i've seen in my many years of watching Apple. Apple says that you'll get ultra smooth footage, action footage, you won't need a gimbal, and you'll just hold the phone up and follow somebody. And sadly, I can't get any footage that comes close to what Apple shows on their website. So the fine print is walk and talk. When I walk down the street, I don't know about you, but no matter what I do, I'm herking and I'm jerking. 
And it's really hard to get a steady shot when you walk, even if you walk slowly. Okay, so Apple wants you to run. If you run, you'll get a steadier shot. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because, yeah, less lateral motion. Yeah, and then they can track your heart rate with the watch and make sure you... (laughs) You know, if you run into something, it'll have the crash detection to let you know to call nine one one. Yeah, I will say the stabilization in the iPhone is so good. It's one of the reasons I'm not using the the bigger cameras to produce photo walks. Is the stabilization is great. Generally, I just make sure not to walk that much. I'd rather pan. If I yeah. pan with my hand, I can get a steadier shot. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and but I just I just took it. I uh, just one last thing. I took it on cable cars in San Francisco, and I was shooting all over, all over town on the cable car. And the footage is so good; it looks like it was on a professional dolly on a Hollywood set. I mean, it's just amazing. And that's, it, that's was that because of action mode? It was action mode, because, or just iPhone in both, general? Oh, okay. iPhone in general. Okay. And I, I highly recommend anybody who's listening right now and wants to get one of the greatest shots of all time when they go to San Francisco. First thing they want to do, get to the cable car, get there at seven, between seven and eight in the morning, because that's when you'll get your best seat. Okay, you get that front seat and just shoot, man. It's great. And you get yourself an all day pass for $13. If Because if you go on, on the cable car, it's $8 a ticket. Um, and it's, so it's 16, but you can get an all day pass and ride the cable cars all day long. And just stay on there. Nice. I may have to take you up on that. I have to, I got to go to the city tomorrow. So, hey, why not? Yeah. Man, this is this is cool. So last the last feature, which is not not photography related, but maybe it is, is the that satellite feature where if you get, you know, your plane goes down in the South Pacific and you're trapped on an island, you could still send an SOS text from somebody as long as you can see a. You know, you're right. not, you haven't moved into a different dimension where there are no satellites. You can, <laughs> you can still right. bounce a message. What do you think of that? Because I saw that and I thought, I thought, um, great. But it, it sort of, it, it obviates uh, multiple plot lines from lots of movies and television series like Lost and Gilligan's Island and all that. Because they would have just said, hey, come get us. What do you think? Are you, are you happy to have it in the phone? Do you care? Would you have bought, the, um, would you have bought the phone if that wasn't there? I wouldn't have bought the phone for that, but I'm thrilled to have it there. Now, of course, fine print is it ain't there. It hasn't launched yet. And it may be quite a few months till it does launch. It's a promise. Uh, sometimes they make a promise that they're launched in September and you won't see it till the following August. So it could be a while, but why not? Great feature. Love to have it. Now it's going to be free for two years and then you'll be. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how that'll work. Right. Will you have to spend just like insurance? You know, you just have to pay a couple dollars every month, every month just to have the feature or will you be able to just, Oh, I need that feature now. Let me, well, I guess you couldn't activate it if you were remote, so you'd have to be paying for it. Right? Yeah, it's going to be part of the subscription program. As you know, they have all these subscriptions because uh, iPhone is 50% of all sales at Apple. Subscriptions yeah. is 20%. Okay, wow. they do more subscriptions than they do for Mac and, and iPads and all the other products combined. So, you is know, that, is, that, is that percentage of sales by revenue or percentage of sales by actual Reps. just transactions? Reps. Reps. Revenue? Reps. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's really big. Yeah. It's crazy. That, all that Apple Care, all that iCloud. Yeah. I'm in there. I'm, I'm, completely wrapped up in that net right now. So 
but I'm a, I'm a happy prisoner. You know, I'm happy. It does. Yeah, I, I get all my stuff done. I'm happy. And it, it works. Are you speaking of watches or I was holding on my watch. Speaking of these things, are you uh, are you getting the new one? The new Ultra? Uh, Frederick, I don't wear a watch. Oh. So I don't have anything on my body. Wow. I did think that their presentation for the Ultra Watch was great and it sounded wonderful. I'm just not into wearing things on my arm. All right. Well, there you go. That's fair. I know a lot of people in that same boat. Well, cool. Jeff Graham, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Um, you know, every time something like this launches and even when something like this doesn't launch, you're welcome to come on the show anytime you want. Right. Thank, thank you for, for coming on this time and educating us on iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max and you know, I feel like I feel like I'm uh, I'm still going to get it, of course, but I feel like I'm not in a huge rush this time to get it. I'll wait well, for me, the hubbub yeah, to die down. Right. Yeah. Let me just say that a few years ago I surrendered to Tim Cook and I said, <laughs> OK, fine, we'll get a new one every year. Your sales job has sold me and I want whatever's new. And then I did the math. Now, most people, if they bought the 13, they can get five hundred dollars ish for their old model. So they'll spend $700 to upgrade every year, which comes out to about a buck and a quarter a day. And till you get the latest, greatest iPhone, what's wrong with that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, in fact, I think they should take it further. Just give us this fee that we pay, just a, yeah. a, a subscription fee and whatever something new comes out, I can trade my old stuff in there in good working order and get the new thing. Just, you and, know. and they'll make more money because they can take our phone and then resell it for $800. Exactly. And they've just leased it to us for you know 200 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Uh -huh. Or just donate it to people that don't have a phone and get them hooked on the uh, on the train. And then next year they're going to upgrade anyway. And there you go. Everybody's happy. Cool. Jeff Graham, if people want to reach out to you, connect with you, subscribe to your newsletter, uh, follow your YouTube channel. What's the best place for them to to go and, and get Grahamized? Yeah, the newsletter. Please subscribe. JeffersonGraham.substack.com. I'd love to have you join. The, the uh, photo show, Photo Walks TV, youtube.com slash Photo TV, and look for me on Twitter where I'm at, Jefferson Grant. All right, excellent. Jefferson, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank we'll you. see you next time. This is Twitter.